I know it's a Friday. I know it's kind of a festive mood, but I have to get into some of the politics and some of the news out there that's bothering me. There's woke news. There's evil news. There is news we need to talk about. But of course, the big news of the day is going to be the fact that the Democrats couldn't get together on the giant spending bill. And that doesn't break my heart. It doesn't mean it's over. It only means it didn't get voted on yesterday because uh, Senator Joe Manchin and uh, Kristen Sinema from Arizona, they both decided they're still stuck. They don't want to go in for this $3.5 trillion that the uh, Democrats want to spend. They're more along the lines of a trillion and a half. Still a giant amount of money to saddle the next couple of generations with paying back. But Senator Manchin brought up some stuff yesterday, some great common sense. I cannot accept our, our economy or basically our society moving towards an entitlement mentality that you're entitled, okay? I'm more of a rewarding because I can help those who really need help if those who can help themselves do so. Yes, that's what government assistance is about, is to help people get back up. It's not a complete cradle-to-grave dependency. We saw that happen in Venezuela. Look, 10, 12 years ago, Venezuela was one of the wealthiest countries on the planet. It had a thriving oil and gas industry. I think it was like number seven or eight in the world in terms of generating oil and, and revenue from that oil. Well, they voted out democracy and voted in Hugo Chavez, who then created a socialist heaven in his mind that is now a socialist hell. Currently, Venezuela is in deep trouble. More than three quarters of the country, more than 75 percent of the country lives in what is being described as extreme poverty. Extreme poverty. Why? Because there's no impetus to work. The government will take care of you. Well, eventually the government runs out of whatever money they had coming in. And we all know government isn't the answer. Government's not the answer. The individual is the answer. And that's what this country was based on. Joe Manchin, with his thoughts on government helping people up and not creating an entitlista establishment, and this class that just demands the government give them everything. Manchin gets it. You know who doesn't get it? Most of the Democrats. Most of them. Representative Cori Bush, she represents St. Louis, a district in St. Louis. She's a hardcore lefty Democrat who went after Joe Manchin yesterday. The compromise was the 3.5 trillion. So if he, he if he needs if, if he just wants to talk to somebody about it, like come talk to me, and I'll tell you what it's like to not be able to pay for your child care, to not be able to pay for your medications and your rent at the same time. It is unconscionable that he can stand puffed up and hold the line on something that hurts people now, and to say that I'll toss you some crumbs right now, and then hopefully you can say you ate. It's a little extreme, the rhetoric from a lot of these people on the left, but then they are a little extreme. They don't understand reality. Senator Marco Rubio of Florida, who's been impressing me a lot lately. I wonder if he's got a 2024 run setting up. 
I know you've got DeSantis in the same state, the governor being looked at as a potential 2024 if Donald Trump does not run. But Marco Rubio has been looking like a pretty strong voice of reason. Maybe he's hoping to become the Senate majority leader when the GOP takes back the Senate next year. Maybe. Marco Rubio yesterday talking about the Democrats and the problem they have inside their own party. They have an internal party problem, right? They have these radical left-wing nutcases who basically want to, they want it to be seven trillion, not Bingo. three and a half trillion, and they think three and a half trillion is the compromise. And then you've got a handful of people uh, that haven't gone Marxist yet, uh, who aren't necessarily conservatives or anything of that nature, but they're sort of more normal in their view of what government's role in our country should be, and they're pushing back. Yeah, you've got Bernie Sanders who says this, this three and a half trillion dollar bill that they were trying to get through. It wasn't enough. We need more. We got to have twice that much. They don't understand reality, but they have the media on their side. They have the mainstream media pushing back on everything. And it's hard when you don't have the media. Well, the Democrats themselves can't even agree what this bill is about. I think that's part of the problem. The Democrats, here's, here's a little montage of several Democrats, including Speaker Pelosi, who all seem to have a different opinion of what this bill's about. It's like seven blind guys looking at an elephant and telling you what the elephant looks like. Well, it's, it's got this really long tail. No, it's got this trunk. No. It's but see, the problem is it's all of these things. It's all of this government dependence. Here's this uh, montage of the Democrats. The reconciliation bill is about the priorities that are getting funded. We obviously want child care that is universal. We have a generational obligation, a historic obligation to address climate change, to transition from fossil fuel combustion to clean and renewable energy. The reconciliation bill was a culmination of my service in Congress because it was about the children, the children, the children, the children. That's their go-to whenever the uh, Democrats and the extreme left wants to try and make you feel badly about opposing their plans to spend every dime we have and then print 10 more and spend that. They, they say, oh, this is for the children. It's the children, the children. And if you dare fight against it, you hate babies. Which is funny because the Democrats are the party that wants to kill babies as long as they're inside the mother's womb. Yesterday, I spotted on Town Hall, on their Twitter account, a clip from an abortion provider who said maybe one of the most outrageous things I've ever heard. This, this just, it, it made me sick to my stomach. This woman is an abortion provider and she's arguing against the Texas abortion law. SB8 has not only caused a near total abortion ban in Texas, it has made it extremely dangerous to be pregnant in Texas. Oh, really? Really? Uh, any facts? Does anyone want to cite facts? No, they don't. This is about feelings. She feels like abortion should be a sacrament. Continue, lady. Where our maternal morbidity and mortality rate is already unconscionably high, especially for black women and pregnant people of color. Um, they go to play the race card and they play the woke card. Pregnant people of color. Women get pregnant. Not pregnant people. Women. 
Stop with the wokeness. Texas deserves better. Texas babies inside their mothers deserve a chance to live. But continue, lady. I know you're going to say something awful. I know firsthand that abortion saves lives. For the thousands of people I've cared for, abortion is a blessing. What? Abortion is a blessing? And about the the life-saving thing, what about the lives it takes? These are ghouls. She continues. Abortion is an act of love. Abortion is freedom. Ah. We need federal protection now. We need laws that elevate science and evidence and recognize the dignity and autonomy of people accessing care. What about the dignity and the protection of the baby with a heartbeat, with brain activity inside the mother, with separate DNA? Thank God the Democrats' bill didn't get pushed through last night. It's, uh, they're going to make another run at it. I'm betting they're going to get $1.5 to $2 trillion in spending when they wanted $3.5 and Bernie Sanders wanted $7 trillion. Thank God there were some spines in two Democrats, Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin. How about you guys just cross the aisle? How about you come over and join the GOP? Why not? That would be interesting, wouldn't it? 